Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. Everyone, so today we're talking about ambition. Now, ambition is one of those character traits that I think if you're a business owner or if you are someone who wants to build something substantial in your career, then ambition is an ingredient that you all need to have. It's it's certainly been a, a bit of a two-edged sword for me over the years. I think that one of the other character traits that often comes with ambition is impatience, and it can be very easy to be driven, internally driven to achieve something, but also find yourself being impatient and wanting it to happen sooner or earlier than would be otherwise ideal. And with that comes things like working longer hours than maybe you should, uh, prioritizing work or your career or your business over other activities that maybe would uh, give you a little bit more balance in your life. And so this idea of finding balance with ambition or finding patience with ambition, I think is something worth talking about today. Speaking from experience, having started and run and grown a number of businesses over the years, particularly in the early stages of growth of a business, if you're really driven, if you're really passionate about building something, then you'll often find yourself with this kind of internal relentless pressure. Call it the internal nudging. It's just this sense of nagging in the back of your mind that you haven't quite done enough today, that you that you could be doing a little bit more or you could work a couple more hours. You want to get a little bit ahead of the, of the competition. If you're working while they're sleeping, then you'll be ahead of the game. And that is an absolute, it's, it's rocket fuel if you are a business owner or someone trying to build a business or build anything really, because it gives you the ability to work beyond what anyone who is say an employee or, or for someone working for different reasons would possibly do. But it is that two-edged sword. It does have the potential to, to burn you out, to leave you lacking in the long term. And so really trying to find that balance with that, that internal sense of I could be doing more always, which is useful, but managing that with patience, managing that with a view for the long game. And again, speaking from personal experience, the thing that's helped me find more satisfaction over the years is really having that long game view, that long term view and knowing that what I what I'm doing today is enough for today. Uh, could I do more? Probably. And sometimes I will, but it doesn't have to be like that every day. And carving out that opportunity to rest when necessary and carving out opportunities to spend time doing other things other than just building your business is what gives you that longevity to play the long game. I've certainly got to the point at different times where I've let that internal relentless nudging sort of push me to the point where I, I find myself feeling anxious or find myself feeling restless. Um, and it, I'll sit down to, to do the long list of things that I have my, on my to-do list and not quite, and I'm not quite sure where to start. Like I'll, I've got the list there, but where do I go? I've talked about this before in previous episodes about this sense of um, uneasiness, this sense of anxiety is often... A, often brought on by a situation of having too many options. And when you are when you have that relentless nudging in the back of your mind, you're, you're constantly seeking out ideas and opportunities. They become too many options a lot of the time. So it can be very dangerous if you let that play out. So really thinking about, okay, I've got this internal driving factor that is my ambition. Great. I'm going to need that. Okay. And then also recognizing that it's a set of scales. And if the scales tip too far, and I don't have enough patience on the other side, then I find I will, and I think we all will find ourselves find ourselves feeling a little bit lost, a little bit aimless, and, and again, restless, unable to move forward as effectively and maybe as efficiently as we'd like to. 
So as a business owner and an employer uh, of a team of people now, one of the key things that myself and my wife, Gabby, who's responsible for our HR of the business, is to, to monitor our staff, our team members, and make sure that they aren't doing those things that we've just been talking about, make sure they aren't overworking, overcommitting, putting too much time and effort into the work that they're, they're being paid to do. And of course, as a business owner, that can sound counterintuitive because we want people to really commit themselves to the role. We want them to work them work hard on that role and get, and get the most out of them. But again, if we have to do these things to make sure that we are managed well, then we should be trying to do that for our team members as well. And so we're often telling our staff and our team, take extra days off here when necessary, have a short day when required, make sure you're getting time with the family, make sure you're getting time outside, exercise, eat well, sleep well, try to do all those things. And then it's often important to say those things to the mirror as well and say, am I doing that for myself? And so we give this advice, right? We give this advice to the people around us. And we all know it's good advice because we hear it and we give it all the time, not just in the workplace, uh, but it to our friends and family as well. But we have to recognize, particularly if you are the person who is a business owner or if you're a leader or if you're trying to build something substantial out of your career, then it would be very easy to let that set of scales tip and for the ambition to get out of control to the point where you don't have that balance, which is absolutely essential for you to be able to play that long game. Now, I will say uh, there's a there's another side to this, which is if you do have, like me, that internal relentless nudging that you could be doing more, you should be doing more, there's time, you can make time, you can, you can fit this in, then it is, I believe, in my own opinion, humble opinion, it is okay to let that out occasionally because what it does, it gives you the opportunity to have the evidence that you can do more if you need to. Okay, so what I'm talking about here is the situations when you are otherwise tired, when there's other factors pulling you away from the thing that you might be needing to do in your work or in your career, whatever it might be, when other people would go, ah, oh, look, I'll just leave that till tomorrow. I'll get to that next week. That's okay. I'll put it off for now. But knowing that if you have to, if you must do the thing, you can make it, you can get it done. And I've sat down at my computer to work and I've, I've sat there and the sun's gone down and the sun's come up and I've still been there because I've been really engrossed in the thing. So I know it's possible. Now, is it a good idea to do it all the time? No, absolutely not. You need to have that patience. You need to temper that ambition with patience. But my point here is if you know, if you, if you build evidence in your own personal experiences that you can do those things when you have to do them, it gives you this sense of self-knowledge, I think, this, this ability to harness your willpower where required. And I was listening to a, a podcast recently by Andrew Huberman. He was talking about uh, a recent discovery. There's actually quite a lot of research coming out around a part of the brain called the anterior mid-cingulate cortex. And the interesting thing about this part of the brain is that when people do things that they don't want to do, so when they use their willpower to go against their, their natural instincts to sort of rest, stop, uh, avoid discomfort, then this part of the brain grows. And the longer they continue to do things that they don't necessarily want to do or enjoy doing, the longer that part of the brain holds its size and continues to grow. They also found that people who are overweight tend to have a smaller anterior mid-cingulate cortex. People who don't exercise, don't push themselves and live an otherwise overly comfortable and maybe unchallenged, undisciplined life tend to have a smaller anterior mid-cingulate cortex. And interestingly, people who live a very long life tend to have a large one. And so while original thinking around this was that maybe this thing is the actual seat of our, of our individual will, now there's a thought that maybe this part of the brain 
is actually our source of will to live. So it's doing the things that we don't want to do and actually makes this thing grow. Now, um, Andrew Huberman gives a good example of like, if you like doing, if you don't like doing ice baths, right, which is a, a thing that a lot of people are getting into now because they're uncomfortable. We know that they have health benefits, but if you don't like doing ice baths and you do them, this part of the brain will grow. But if you get to a certain point where you start to look forward to or enjoy that, that thing, well, then it stops growing. In fact, it will shrink. So you have to find something new that's frustrating in that if you want to develop this part of your brain, you have to keep finding things and doing things that you don't enjoy, that you don't want to do. But when that, when that part of the brain is well-developed, you can tap into that and you can access it when required. And that's my point here is if you have evidence that you can do those things when required because you've done them before, you can use that evidence in the future. So when your internal drive is a little bit lacking or a little low, you can tap into that part of the brain that has the evidence, has the historical knowledge of you being able to push harder when required. And so if you're tired, if you're fatigued, you know, if you don't have, uh, if you don't feel like you've got the right resources or support from the people around you, you can go, no, no, I've been here before. I know I can do this. And I think when we talk about ambition, a lot of the time it's, okay, it's a, it's a sense of I want to achieve something or do something, but you also need something behind that that tells you this is possible for you. Ambition, without that internal historical knowledge, can often leave people just kind of floundering, like I want something, I'm not quite sure how to get there though. With that ability of knowing that you can take action when required, even when it's difficult, even when things are stacked against you and even when you don't feel like doing it, your ambition now has fuel. It has the it has the resources to tap into your internal memory to be able to say, I can do this if required. And I think that's a really cool piece of neuroscience to, to understand is that that's part of your brain that grows larger when you do the things that you don't necessarily want to do or enjoy to do. And that part of the brain can be a resource for you when your motivation is not great, when your energy levels aren't great. And so coming back to my original point of you know, ambition, yes, we need it. Patience, absolutely, that is the temperance. That's the thing that helps us manage the ambition and, and helps keep our body and our mind in a healthy state so that we can let the ambition play out. And along the way, if we can have these experiences that are difficult, where we've pushed through things that we didn't want to do, that we didn't enjoy doing, we also build this internal memory, this internal reference point where we can say, okay, I've got the ambition, I've got the patience and whatever comes along the road, I know I've got the resources to be able to push through those challenges because I've been there before and I've come out the other side. So if you're an ambitious person, you've got big goals and you want to achieve something in your business, in your career, in your sporting endeavors, in your family life and whatever it might be, recognize that ambition is important. It's the thing that gets you moving. It is the thing that will keep you going, but you need to have patience. You need to have that long game view. And along the way, every hard day, Every, act, every action that you take, every activity that you do that is something that you don't enjoy, something that you find tedious, that you find difficult, you find challenging, that will build your internal reference point. It will build the part of your brain that will be your internal resource to help you move forward when things get tough. So I hope you can find confidence with that knowledge and I wish you all the best with wherever your ambition is taking you.